Good evening, this wonderful Sunday evening. Uh, welcome to Business Politics 318. Take back your smile. This is Cesara J. And I want to talk to you today about defeating work-related sadness. Trauma and stress in the workplace wears you down. It really can wear you down. When it happens continuously, it can lead to things such as isolation or what my father calls going into a cave. It can lead to sadness and it, it can even lead to depression. And since for a moment, since I mentioned the word depression, let me take a pause for a moment. And if you're experiencing depression, it's important that you do talk to someone. Uh, and at Scene versus Shadow, one of the workplace initiatives that I have, you can contact me there. I'm willing to talk with you, to pray with you, to refer you to someone. Um, if if I find that there's um, something more that someone else can give, like a psychologist or things like that, I can refer you to someone. Um, it would be just kind of a personal reference that I would um, that I would be thinking of or, or researching. So, um, so no, I don't have any packs with, with, with anyone or no contracts with anyone, but just someone that I think would be a good person for you to talk to. But also, Scene versus Shadow has sessions. So as I mentioned before, I could talk with you, things like that, pray with you. Um, on a continual basis, we have the get it off your chest sessions that I'll actually put a link to in the in the um, blog post or in the, the podcast post. But you can go to www.seenversusshadow.com to find those sessions. It's www.seen, like eyes have not seen, versus, and it doesn't matter if you do VS or actually spell out the word versus, shadow.com. So scene versus shadow.com. So feel free if you need to reach out, please do. So continuing with the, this theme of defeating work-related sadness, I had a college mate that told me um, a, a, an amazing quote. It was an amazing quote. Because what had happened was, like for me, I had been through so much trauma in the workplace that it had gotten to a point where I went into a cave and I didn't really want to leave the house because the house was a place of safety. It was a place of um, where I could just unwind and just, again, be in a place of, of safety that had kind of these boundaries. But what I noticed is that things that I used to enjoy doing or things that I it's not that I didn't enjoy them anymore, but I just I just needed that time to just recuperate and to and to rest from being off of the front lines in essence. And so I would stay in this cave. And then one of my college mates told me, you know, you wanting to stay in a cave is based upon the energy around you the energy that you've been surrounded by. And no one had ever told me that. And I was like, huh? Because 
honestly, I'm very careful when I hear people use the word energy because some people, and I'm a Christian, of course, <laughs>、um, by the theme of. Uh, seen versus shadow and all the business politics 318. So, yes, I'm, I'm a Christian and I'm very careful when people use energies and things like that. But I listened to him, and in essence, he was telling me to check the energy that was around me. And so, Ephesians 6 12, so chapter 6, verse 12, and I'm, I'm going to get that really quickly.、Um, but, but in essence, while I'm getting it,、um, the summary is that it talks about that we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, you know. So Ephesians 6 12 says, I'm going to start with Ephesians 6 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And it is true. Therefore, this is verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. This is the New King James Version. And honestly, so when we talk about、um, energies and things like that, or when, when my college mate was talking about that, what I was thinking of was really the, the things in the spiritual realm can transfer. It really can. So let's step back for a moment. My mom has this saying that says, you know, we are in the world and not of the world. So the reason why I'm mentioning that is because there are some people who, whose minds are so in the heavens that they're no earthly good. That's another saying that I used to hear my mom say.、Um, but the emphasis is that. We are, we are in this world, and as being a part of this world, we do have to understand and respect the human factors that go on in this world. And there are needs that people have. Again, like at first, you know, I don't like when people use like the word energy and things like that, but. But the reality is that we do, as humans, deal with things in the world that are both natural and spiritual. Things that you cannot necessarily see. So, as I'm going through this, I don't want you to, you, you know, to be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. So, bear with me on this. So, what I'm trying to say in like 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 44, the Bible talks about that we do have a natural body and then a spiritual body. In verse 46, it says the spiritual is not first, but natural, and then afterwards the spiritual. So, I want us to understand that, yes, as humans, there are things that we deal with that is human. That is very true. Even when we're around that negative, as he called it, that negative energy, that negative transference. But that transference, a lot of times, it's, it's a spiritual transference, I believe.、Um, it, it is. It is. And it's one of those things where. You know, some people call it energy, some people call it spirits, you know, but like I said, whatever it is, that, that sucker can, can transform or, or transfer rather. So it's important that you do check who you're hanging around. That is so important. Check who you're hanging around. Are there any people around you who's, who are, you know, em emitting any negative energy, any negative energy? Um, just, yeah, that's what it is, basically. It's, it's energy. It's, it's negative, negative energy. 
and I don't mean this as some new world Christianity. I'm just talking about, you know, you you can be around people who are so negative. And then the next thing you know, it dampens your spirit. It dampens your heart. It gets into your mind, this negativity. That's why it's so important that we have to be careful what we watch on the internet. We have to be careful what we read. We have to be careful even about the news, the things that we see, the negativity from constantly invading our minds minds. And the the beautiful thing about checking who you're hanging around is, you know, I have this one friend who happens to be in business as well, because, hey, like-minded people should be hanging out with like-minded people. And this, this friend is one of my special friends, um, or a special friend. He will rebuke me from saying, things that are negative. He will rebuke me from speaking negative things. He's really about the power of the tongue. And I praise God for friendships like that. I really do. I praise God for friendships like that because you need people who will correct you, who will tell you that, hey, 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 <laughs> you know, be careful about the things that, that you say, you know, just again, people who are positive, because it's not that you necessarily are always saying anything negative like I was. I was actually, you know, kind of saying things that that could be perceived as negative, but it doesn't mean that you are, but you still need people around you who can speak life into you. People who can, who aren't always passing that negativity to you. So I thank God for that friend. And I have another friend as well, um, who scolds me for saying the word can't. And he says, don't say that word can't, because can't is as if you are already cutting off the possibilities of opportunities. So he says to change the way that you say things. So having that, again, that positivity in my life from people who have been in my life for many, many years is so important. I have another friend in business. um, So she's a friend first, (laughs) and she also happens to be in business because, hey, iron sharpens iron. You really do need to be around people who are like-minded or who are better than you. Don't be intimidated by people who are better than you. And so, so she spends a lot of quality time with me. And actually she was on the, um, she was on one of my podcasts. Her name is Michelle. And um, Michelle, you know, she spends quality time with me. She comes to my events uh, or co-working marathons where some we actually talked about that in the podcast. There are times that she and I and sometimes with other people will have these co-working 24 hour marathon sessions where we're just working and brainstorming and doing what we need to do for the business and for the destiny that we believe God called us to in the marketplace. And, you know, we send each other sermons to listen to, to build up our spirits. We discuss the the Bible and we discuss certain things that are on our minds regarding that, whether it's about business or whether it's just about our, just about our, our bodies, us, our natural beings and our spiritual beings in Christ Jesus. She sends me opportunities for work or opportunities for business, which is a blessing. And then I have this other friend who is negative. It's just negative because life has has been traumatic. 
And so for this friend, you know, it's like family stinks and work stinks and church stinks and everything stinks. And this friend makes bad decisions and and it's just and it can wear me down. It can wear me down. And honestly, you have to either limit your time with people like that or try to help them to seek more seek, S-E-E-K, more positive solutions so that their lives are turned around, that their lives are influenced by positivity. But the thing is, it's not good enough just to feed them words. It's important for deeds, right? We need to help people with deeds. And, and people need to help you if you're experiencing the workplace sadness, there are people need to help you. You need to seek help from people who can actually help you. And what I mean by that, if you go to first John chapter three, verse 17 through 18, don't you hate it when people just give you words and they don't actually give you something that could actually help you? That's ugh. so even in the Bible in first John chapter three, verses 17 through 18, the Bible says, but whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him. How does the love of God abide in him? So my little children, the Bible says in verse 18, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and truth. So it's important that people actually help you if you're experiencing the sadness that that you can reach out to people who can help you with actual natural first natural help like if you're hungry you need to be fed with actual food not just words but actual food and then spiritually fed as well right because Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the whole armor of God so even spiritually that we need to be able to stand against the things that go even beyond uh, the natural right that kind that spiritual world that we need to feed our spiritual body as well in James chapter 2 I'm going to go to there real quickly James chapter 2 verses 15 through 17 it also talks about uh, let's see where is it verse 15 through 17 if a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, it's dead. That's dead. So people who need, who need help from workplace sadness, and this is one of the reasons why I'm I'm reaching out because I can offer that that help. If you if you do need someone to talk to, please don't hesitate to reach out. Please don't. And if I can't help you, I will find someone who can or I'll at least assist you in finding someone uh, who can help you. So I just think that it's it's so it's so important again to be careful around even the people. And this is not the end all be all solution. But it is important to be careful even about the things, the people, the people who are around you. Sometimes we can work in fields where the field can be negative. Like, for example, if you're dealing with, you know, like if you think like think about homicide detectives, for instance, somebody who's dealing with homicides that can that can wear people down. 
um, you know, even psychiatrists, psychologists, those professions can wear people down, uh, you know, meaning the people who are working in those industries. So it's so important that, that you have an outlet, um, that you have people that you can rely on, whether they're your friends, whether they're your family, or whether they're people who, you know, who are just out there who you don't necessarily know, but you know, are there for hire to help you, um, like your therapists and things like that, or people like that, or others who are there, who are there in this life to help you, okay? So what if you don't have friends or family members that, that you feel like are positive in your life or or that can help you? Well, if that's the case, in the instance of workplace sadness, you need to be around people who are doing better than what you want to do or also um, or people who are like minded as you in terms of your goals in business. Sometimes you do have to stay away from social media because Priscilla Shire was uh, she came to Brooklyn Tabernacle I'm here in Brooklyn and one thing that she said that I thought I loved, I loved how she said it. And I've heard her say this a couple of times in her, in her teachings, um, preachings, teachings, or whatever you call it. She said, when Jesus comes back, is he going to ask you how many Facebook friends you had? Is he going to ask you how many Instagram followers you had? No. So there are times where you do have to be careful about being on social media. And I love technologies technology because I'm a technologist. So I love technology. But there are times where you have to be careful about being on social media where it can dampen your spirit because you see all these people who appear to be living their best lives. And some of them really are living their best lives. But there are times where you just need to be filled with um, nourishment for your mind, for your body, your heart, right? your spirit, all these things. So you seek out, seek out other business events, like seek, seek out business events where there are people who are doing what you want to do or they're, or they're similar to you so that you can feed off of their energy. You can feed off of their positivity. They're, that's important. Even if you don't feel like it, try to make yourself go to those events because like on Eventbrite, Eventbrite will have events like that. And once, even though sometimes it can be hard to push yourself to go there, but once you're there and you're surrounded by that positivity and the determination and the inspiration and the motivation, it changes. It changes your mindset. It changes what's in your heart. It changes things. So you have to continually gain the strength Gain the strength to be able to go to these places. And how do you gain the strength when you don't have the strength? You find, you find positive sermons, positive audiobooks, positive messages that you can actually hear with your own ears. That you can hear it. Not just read it, but hear it with your own ears so that your mind has to be in submission to what your ears hear, the positivity of what your your ears are hearing. So, so 
that's why the Bible talks about the power of the tongue, the things that people hear, because you can be positively or negatively influenced by things that you hear. Your mind can be thinking about all these things, but your mind can be, your mind usually is interrupted by things that you hear. So there's, there's power in what you hear. So again, seeking out those, the sermons and the worship music, the praise music, you know, with all thanksgiving unto God. I mean, it's those things that you have to surround yourself by things that you hear in order to get the, even the little bit of energy in order to, to get your body up and, and out of your cave into these places where there are people who are positive, people who are doing what you desire to do, people who are like-minded as you are, as you know yourself to be in terms of your determination and business. So get out to those events. Check out Eventbrite. Also, you can attend my sessions. I have sessions that are on Eventbrite as well. I will put a link on the the Business Politics 318 page for those events. So we have one coming up November 16th and 17th. It is free. Um, so we have two more tickets left for free attendance. And the other the other tickets are pay what you can. Pay what you can tickets, okay? So that you can be around other people who are inspirational and like-minded and positive. It's a co-working event where you can come here. You can you can um, come to the event. You can co-work. It's, 12, it's about 12 hours a day, around 12 hours a day for two days. So that's a total of around 24 hours where you can work on the the events or the goals or the certifications or the job applications or your entrepreneurial goals, anything for that period of time, then you have other people who are there that if you need to get any sort of, of peer advice or inspiration or motivation, you have other people who are there, who are like-minded, who are actually, who, who are not just dreamers, but they're doers. And they can be there to support you as well. So again, this it's in Brooklyn, New York, in the Metro Tech area. Uh, it is a co-working event and um, yeah, so feel free. It's Yes, it is on Eventbrite. It's called Scene versus Shadow, a co-working marathon. So oh, co-working and workshop marathon because also there are going to be some workshops there as well. So yes, check that out as well, please. And then also go to a church that you like. A church that feeds you. Don't go to one that you don't like. I am not a believer of going to a church that you don't like. Go to one that you like. That that teaches sound doctrine that feeds your natural body and feeds your spiritual body. Um, and in some of the churches, they're going to feed your spirit. <laughs> not necessarily, you know, the natural part of you, like the food, giving you actually food and things like that, depending on where they are. Um, in, you know, in, in their, um, just wherever, wherever they are, I'm, I'm not really sure how to continue saying that part, <laughs> but, um, but what we do know is that they can feed your spirit definitely. And for those who are equipped, they can also feed your natural body. If you need that kind of 
natural help, food, clothing, shelter, help, things like that. So make sure you go to one that you like. Don't go to, to a church that you don't like. Because again, you need to be surrounded by positivity, things that actually do feed you. Also, in a lot of the different communities, there are free small business classes. Now, they're free to you, but they are actually being paid for by like the federal government, the Department of Defense, thing, you know, et cetera, grant money. But they're free. They're free business classes so that you can be around people who are who are interested in, in certain things that you're interested or again, people who are motivated to do well in business. So you want to be surrounded by people like that. And even if there's some classes that you may not necessarily be interested in, but if you find yourself experiencing sadness, sadness, sometimes it's good to go to those events anyways, because again, you'll meet business people who are motivated to do well in business, you know, who really who really have a heart to do well in business. So, so again, being surrounded by people like that. Also going to city hall meetings. It's awesome being around people who know what's happening in the city, construction projects, infrastructure projects, business opportunities. Um, just so much, so much is being around that kind of positivity, that kind of positive energy. And even though it's not always good news, but sometimes you can find out that that even in like the city hall meetings where they may be talking about a problem, your business might be the solution. So it's still positive because that might be where your next transition is and to providing that solution. Also check out your local chamber of commerce. It's important to, again, be around people and events where there are like-minded people or people doing what, what you are dreaming to do or desiring to do. So I'm going to end that there. Have a great evening. And I hope your Monday starts off amazing. Let that, let Monday be the first day of the most amazing days of the rest of your life. This is Cesara J with Business Politics 318. Until next time, if you have any questions or if there's anything that you like me to address, feel free to contact me. You can contact me at contact at satecro.com. That's contact at satecro. That's S like Saturday, A like Apple, T like Tuesday, E, C, H, R-O dot com. Take care.